1: Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Really glad to have this young man on. I'm just meeting him now. He's a former county commissioner in Otero County New Mexico and uh, was launched out of that seat for a really ridiculous reason. It's Coy Griffin. Coy, how are you? Good to see you.
2: Hey, good to see you, Joe. I appreciate you having me on.
1: You're very welcome. Um, Our mutual friend, Laura Logan, uh, told me about your story, and I said I want to have him on because this doesn't seem to make sense to me. So let's go back. You're in Otero County, New Mexico. You're on the the county commission. Is that, generally speaking, a red area of the world or not?
2: Yes, sir. Yeah, we're very conservative in nature here in this county. Um, New Mexico in general is very liberal, but this county is very red.
1: And you were voted duly voted in by the by the the voters, right? I mean, you didn't steal the job, did you?
2: That's correct. No, I'm duly I was, I was duly elected, and uh, I won by a large majority. Joe, you know my my history in the community goes back into ministry. I was the lead pastor of a cowboy church here for about five years. Um, I also ran a business. I had a restaurant here in uh, Almagorda, New Mexico, and so. Um, You know, the people in my community, they know who I am. They know the platform I stand on. And uh, I think that they appreciated the fight that I put up while in office.
1: You can follow them over on, on Truth Social, Cowboys for Trump, which is a great name of, a, of an organization. So January 6th, with most with most people forget about in 2021, was the day that the Senate and the House could challenge any electors they wanted to. And that was the plan. You had people in the House, people in the Senate that were, in fact, going to challenge some delegates and some electors from states like Michigan and Georgia and and uh, uh, Arizona, and and, uh, some others as well. I think there were five total. And they were going to do it lawfully by the Constitution. Also on that day, and I almost went. I didn't go. But also on that day, there was going to be a massive, peaceful protest. And there was. There was a massive, peaceful protest. And then some idiots rioted and broke into the Capitol and broke some stuff. Now, the details of that we're not really allowed to know. We know the Capitol Police let some of them in. There's video of that. We know that uh, some of them were Antifa. We know John Sullivan, at least, was an Antifa, Black Lives Matter guy, pretending to be a Trump supporter. So what really happened that day, we're not allowed to know. But what was your role? You were planning to go, I'm guessing, to be part of the peaceful protest, right? That's correct. Yeah, you know, I I traveled on the Women for America
2: First platform on about a 10-day lead-up, spoke side-by-side next to Greg Locke and Brian Evans and the other speakers. And uh, I went, just as you said, Joe... um, I was concerned that there had been election laws that had been broken that now are proven to have been true. They truly were broken. So I went uh, with the regard to uphold the law and to uh, to support the law. And by joining those that I joined on January 6th, we only tried to lobby Mike Pence uh, to vote no on a yes, no vote well inside of his legislative power um and by doing that mike pence would have shown the states the respect to have certified those votes on the state level again all well with inside the constitution all well with inside the law we didn't go there to try to overthrow our government or cause insurrection or stop the transfer of power right. all these crazy things that the media and the government has accused us of but uh but i stood outside the capitol joe i didn't go into the capitol. I. I stood outside of the Capitol peacefully and patriotically as the president commanded. Yes. And uh, on January the 17th, I was arrested on a misdemeanor trespass charge uh, where I I spent three weeks in what they call the D.C. gulag. I want to stop
1: you because I'm a little confused now. I want to go back to a couple of things you said. It's Coy Griffin, former Otero County uh, Commissioner in in New Mexico. You can follow him Cowboys for Trump over on Truth Social. I'm a little confused by, by some of what I just heard. You're absolutely right. Election laws were broken. Election laws in states have to be set by the state legislatures. If they're not set by the state legislatures, it's illegal. According to the U.S. Constitution, it says so. So a lot of these drop boxes, a lot of the mail-in balloting, all of that stuff was illegal. Those votes shouldn't have been counted. That's just truth. I'm not taking a side. I'm telling you what the Constitution says. So you decide to go there. Now, I think you and I probably disagree on what Mike Pence could have or could not have done. It was up to Mike Pence to accept the envelopes and as he opens the envelopes, he says, does anybody challenge? Somebody in the Senate says yes, somebody in the House says yes, then they go and they vote. And by the way, in the House of Representatives, even though there are more Democrats, it goes by state. And Trump would have won had they gone to the House of Representatives re-voting. Pence, I don't think that he had the right not to open it, but again, we can disagree on that. I think that he opens it, presents it, and then the two sides say, "No, no, no, we're challenging it. Then the next step happens. Having said all of that. Where were you trespassing? If you said you didn't go to the Capitol, where, where was the trespass?
2: Uh, I stood outside the Capitol, Joe, and I stood.
1: Um, and you're a, you're an American I, citizen, right?
2: Absolutely. That's and the, I, that's, and the, I stood that's the on,
1: that's the people's house. I, you're allowed to yeah, i
2: stood on ground that I've always been under the assumption that it was the people's house yes. and that it was it, it, the capital property belonged to the people. But on, on January 6th, um, I guess that ground belonged to the government and anybody that stood on it could be charged with trespass, which is what happened to me. Um, I'll note as well that there were no signs on that day that said restricted zone, no trespassing, unauthorized area. Um, I had no way of knowing that any of that area was off limits or that we couldn't legally and lawfully be down there. Um, But so it was it's a great injustice. And I just pray that the truth of January 6th will one day be told in its entirety.
1: It's amazing to me. So you're there. You're doing what you can do as an American citizen. You're standing on the grounds of the House of Representatives where you're allowed to be because you and I built it. Uh, or you and I maintain it at least, if we didn't build it, our tax dollars pay for that. It's not their house. It's our house. It's not their Senate. It's our Senate. So you're there. You don't breach the Capitol. You don't do anything violent. You're just there. And again, as you said, there are no signs saying restricted area, don't go. There's nothing saying you're not allowed to be here today. We know that, uh, that Pelosi and Muriel Bowser from D.C. turned down National Guard, so there wasn't any National Guard there stopping you from going in. So what exactly was it that you did that can be called trespassing. And why is it that you don't have the eighth amendment right to get bail quickly and, you know, get this misdemeanor charge, uh, where you can fight it in court later and just go home. You were, you were in the gulag for three weeks,
2: three weeks. Um, and it was the hardest three weeks of my life. But Joe, What do they say the to you? you
1: Coy? what do they say to you that you, th- this is un-American? Go ahead.
2: Yeah, it, it absolutely is un-American. It's tyranny in its purest form. And, uh, You know, I was charged with trespass, but I was also charged with um, disorderly conduct and disruptive behavior. I went before on a bench on a bench trial. I went before Judge Trevor McFadden. um, I'm back in March, I believe. And uh, I was acquitted of disorderly conduct and disruptive behavior. I was I was acquitted on those charges, but yet I was found guilty on the trespass charge. McFadden sentenced me to two weeks in jail, which with time served, um, I gratefully, I didn't have to go back to jail again. But the government still took one week of my life that um, I guess they can just do that now. And there's no repercussions for it.
1: All right. So at the end of the day, just so everybody watching and listening understands um, what happened on January sixth was constitutional. You could peacefully protest all you want. That's the day that the electors are at, the certification of the election actually happens. It was up to sent the Senate and the House to say yes, we agree or we disagree. By the way, Jamie Raskin, just you know, four years earlier challenged the Trump electors out of Florida. Nobody's in trouble. There's no insurrection. There's no issue. What was happening was legal process as outlined by the Constitution. You're just there observing. You're supporting the the idea of making sure the electors that were counted are the right electors and that the, that the votes were counted legally in the states and no law, law was breached. You and I both know laws were breached. So you did nothing wrong. If I say you trespass on my property, I can outline my property and show the cops why you did it and why I think that you were on public property. That wasn't Amen. restricted. Why is yeah. it that there were you convicted? Yeah.
2: And, and it, I was convicted. It, it's very unfortunate that Trevor McFadden found me guilty. You know, Joe, during my trial, we had a secret service agent on the stand, special agent, how a 22 year veteran of the service. And on January 6th, we showed her photographs and videos of the front of the Capitol on that day and asked her if she could identify where the restricted zone was. And Special Agent Howell failed during trial to be able to identify where the restricted zone was, where the unauthorized zone was. So if you have a 22-year veteran of the Secret Service that can't tell you where the restricted zone was, how is somebody like myself or others like me supposed to know that that area was restricted or unauthorized? It was a
1: sham. It was a sham. You should not have been convicted. Okay. You were, you were acquitted of the, of the other stuff, the more serious stuff, but okay. You got trespassed. All right. You got convicted of that. Why don't you have a job right now in the Otero County commission? What the hell happened there?
2: Because I'm, I'm, the first person in 153 years, Joe, that's been removed from office using section three of the 14th amendment, which deals directly with, um, insurrection. It's laws that were, uh, were constructed during the time of reconstruction with the Confederacy to try to keep Confederates from once again, holding office inside the government. That was used against me, um, in a civil courts. Uh, there was, Plaintiffs from outside of my county that filed a civil lawsuit against me um, accusing me or alleging me of being a part of an insurrection. Uh, Their their arguments were heard in a county, Santa Fe County, outside of Otero County. And a liberal Democrat judge through a bench trial uh, ruled that I was a part of an insurrection. And uh, by doing so, he removed me from my commission seat here in Otero County. And I might, I might also point to the fact, Joe, that after January the 6th, my political adversaries waged a recall against me in my county, and that recall fell flat on its face. They couldn't get 26% of the people of my district to sign their recall. So since they couldn't remove me from office the legal way, through the people, they used a civil lawsuit before a liberal Democrat judge. And he removed me from office and the governor of New Mexico has already appointed my replacement, a liberal Democrat from here that is right now sitting in my office. And, uh, it's, it's unjust in every way.
1: It's uh, former Otero, New Mexico County commissioner, Coy Griffin. You can go to, um, Cowboys for Trump or over, over on truth social. Make sure you follow him. I'm not yet, but as soon as we get done here, Coy, I'm going to go and follow that. Hopefully you'll follow back. What, what's, Absolutely. Uh, what's, what's, interesting to me is you were only convicted of trespassing. Nobody, uh, look, I'm not a lawyer, but, but I, my seven-year-old daughter knows that trespassing is not an insurrection. An insurrection, first of all, has to be an armed uprising. Nobody was armed that day. Even the people who did the rioting and the vandalism, and, and again, I think you and I agree, they should all be charged with something, they did something wrong. It wasn't an insurrection, but how on God's green earth do you make the leap from trespassing, which is, oh, sorry, I'm in a place where I shouldn't be, to an armed insurrection trying to overtake the government. How do they make that leap? I understand it's a liberal judge. It's a liberal governor, whatever, but why, why don't you go to the next court and the next court and get to the Supreme court so they can throw this, this, this lunacy out coy. I'm stunned. That's
2: where it's finally going to wind up at Joe. I've got an appeal filed with the New Mexico Supreme court right now. Unfortunately, they're dragging their feet and they're not responding to my appeal. Um, but eventually they will be forced to, and, and once we get it before the New Mexico Supreme Court, it will eventually go to the United States Supreme Court, where it really should be. Because if you look at Section 3 of the 14th Amendment, it says very specifically that it's not self-executing law. The insurrection can only be legislated by a two-thirds majority vote out of the House of Congress. That's why there hasn't been anybody charged with insurrection, because it's got to be legislated through Congress, and it's got to be a two-thirds majority vote. But yet they're trying to set precedence through this fraudulent opinion. In Pennsylvania right now, Senator Haywood has legislation that he's trying to introduce to keep anybody off of the ballot that was there on January the 6th. They're trying to use Judge Matthews' opinion, in my case, uh, to give that precedence. These attorneys that include that have come against me that include Lawrence Tribe, Dan Abrams, Erwin Sherminsky, the NAACP, all of the biggest hitters, legal hitters in the United States entered in to this lawsuit that they filed against me. And they're sending letters out to every secretary of state across the United States to try to keep people off of the ballot that was present in D.C. on January 6th. So this case that I'm a part of holds huge precedence. And it needs to have more attention of those in the conservative movement like yourself and others to bring light to this injustice that's going on, because it's very relevant, and quite frankly, it's historic what's going on right
1: now. Well, no, it certainly is. It's Coy Griffin. Go and follow him on Truth Social Cowboys for Trump, uh, former Otero, New Mexico County Commissioner. Every one of those lawyers you mentioned is wrong. Lawrence Tribe is an idiot. The guy thinks, oh. he thinks he's some sort of a, a scholar on the Constitution. And, and by the way, Alan Dershowitz, who I've been on my show many, many times, is also a liberal, so he and I don't agree politically, but he would agree with you and with me that this is nowhere near a 14th Amendment case. It's certainly not an insurrection— and even if there were an insurrection, you didn't do anything to take part. It sounds like what they're trying to do is say upwards of a million people that might have been there that day peacefully protesting should all be disqualified. And that's, that's ridiculous. You have every right to peacefully protest. Why isn't anybody disqualifying those who burned down Minneapolis after George Floyd? I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand. How are you in the same boat? In fact, you're more of a criminal in their minds than people who burned down the city of Minneapolis. Fill me in. How does that work? Okay. It's purely
2: political, Joe, and, and and part of my story that you might not know is, is I know President Trump. I know President Trump personally. I sat down at the Resolute Desk in the Oval Office across from President Trump. Um, I've spoken to him on the phone. I know his administration. Uh, so it's selective. It's political. And uh, it's just to try to destroy any of those that will stand solidly with the president, which I have done. Um, since I formed Cowboys for Trump and since I've held the office of county commissioner, you know, the 2020 elections, I voted not to certify in my county um, because I was concerned of fraud. And just recently, I um, made national news on the Otero County Commission because I failed to vote to certify this last primary election because of my concerns with Dominion and the fraud that's going on in that machine and ballot harvesting and drop boxes and every other way that we could possibly be compromised. So, you know, anybody that's willing to stand up to them, Joe, they're going to single out and they're going to try to burn to the ground. And that's what they've been trying to do to me. But God is my refuge. God is my fortress. And the Lord Jesus Christ is going to get me through this. And when we get through it, We're going to shine, shine,
1: shine. Absolutely. It's Coy Griffin. He's the former Otero County, New Mexico, county commissioner who's been launched out of office because he allegedly was part of an insurrection that didn't happen, and the only charge that even stuck was trespassing, which is bogus. That probably would be thrown out in the next court as well. This is a very important case, and again, for you, but for this country as well. We need to make sure that people are not... Look, the 14th Amendment was put there with the 13th, 14th, and 15th because they want to make sure slaves had a fair shake after they were freed after the Civil War. Had nothing to do with you being at the Capitol on January 6th and and trying to kick you out of office. It's pretty disgusting how they're using it, and hopefully um, brighter minds will get a hold of this case and fix it as you move up the chain. Coy, let's stay in contact. I appreciate you coming on, and, and keep on fighting, my man.
2: Definitely. will, that, Joe. Appreciate you having
1: me on. All right, brother. We'll talk again. We're back Thank after you, this. Stay right here.
0: Joe Pags. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it
1: The story of Corey Griffin is probably one you haven't heard before. It's an amazing tale of the left going after who they believe are their political enemies and getting people out of office illegally by claiming they did something they didn't do. We're going to keep on following up with that. If you missed any part of the interview, I'll put it up on Rumble tonight. Make sure you go and check it out. And again, it's JoePags.com. Click on that Rumble link. It's the looks like like a play button. Just click on that. You can go and subscribe to Rumble for free. Check out all those videos, plus my music video I made last night on my parody. Another big hour coming your way. Stay here.
0: This is The Joe Peg Show.